do I even remember how to do this again? Yep. Okay, here we go. Teenage vampires, werewolves, and witches, oh my. All this and more coming up on this episode of Lasers and Lockets, the show all about strong and complex female characters in science fiction and fantasy entertainment. This is episode 34. Cue the theme! Welcome back to the show and a new year. I'm Lee, your friendly neighborhood host. This year is going to be a great one, and I'm excited to dive into all the great characters and shows we'll be exploring. We'll have some current and retro show reviews, the start of the book club, release of Lasers and Lockets merchandise, and so much more, so stay tuned. Tonight's episode is a lot of fun, but before we dive in, Let's have some randomly nerdy news. News. The trailer for Black Widow was released recently, and we got a first look at some of the other cast. Of note, Florence Pugh is playing the Black Widow's sister. You may recognize her from the recent adaptation of Little Women in the role of Amy. And she was brilliant as Amy. I'll leave a link to the trailer for Black Widow in the show notes. While it is most definitely winter outside, especially here in Utah, it warms my heart to see all of the fun tweets and pictures coming from the cast and crew of Winona Earp. The Intrepid series, which was rescued by its incredible fans last year, has begun production in the Calgary, Alberta area, and I cannot wait to Earp soon. Season 4 looks like it'll be releasing summer 2020. If you're new to the fandom, you can join the Rev Watch. We're all re-watching seasons 1 through 3 in anticipation of the new season. You'll want to follow along with the Winona Earp podcast Twitter for more information. These Rev Watches, as we call them, happen on Friday nights usually. I'll leave uh, the Winona Earp podcast Twitter handle in the show notes so you guys can join along if you want to. Lastly, if you're new to the show, welcome to the Lasers and Lockets family. I'm so glad you're here. If you like what you hear, we've got a whole 33 previous episodes for you to catch up on, and you can subscribe to our future shows on your favorite podcast app. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Overcast, and so much more. If you're loving the show, please take a moment to leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps our show continue to grow. Thanks so much. All right, on with the show. Tonight's episode is all about a fairly new series that began last year and is just starting into its second season. Did you guess it from the episode intro? We're talking the CW series Legacies. Legacies is one of the funnest series I've seen in a while. The minute I started watching it, I got sucked in and transported back to my days of watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer in my parents' basement with my little sisters after school. Legacies has the humor, horror, supernatural creatures, and the heart of Buffy in a much more modern take. And I am all in. If you're unfamiliar with the world of Legacies, it's a spin-off of the originals, which was a spin-off of the Vampire Diaries. 
So it's a spinoff of a spinoff. Who knew that was a thing that even happened? I certainly didn't, but I am so glad it exists. Legacies follows the adventures of Hope Michelson and other teenage witches, werewolves, and vampires at the Salvatore School in Mystic Falls, Virginia, a supernatural school headed by a very human father. His two witch daughters also attend. Tonight, I wanted to explore the three main female characters in the series, Hope Michelson, Josie Saltzman, and Lizzie Saltzman. There are several side characters who are of interest as well, and I'll definitely mention them as we go, but let's go ahead and dive into these characters. First, let's discuss Lizzie Saltzman. Lizzie is a really complex character to me. When she's first introduced, she comes off as a typical narcissistic teenage girl who believes the world revolves around her. She's tall, blonde, beautiful, and used to getting whatever she wants. Everyone dotes on her, including her sister Josie, who does anything she wants her to do. But Lizzie has a darkness in her. She has trouble controlling her powers when things don't go her way. Her sister and her father, Dr. Salzman, the head of the Salvatore School, know how to calm her down, but she has such trouble with controlling her impulses and emotions, which is kind of what you would expect of a teenage witch after all. Did we not learn anything from Sabrina the Teenage Witch? There is so much more to Lizzie than her bad behavior and selfishness, though. She has a huge heart. She guards it... And while we haven't quite figured out why yet, um, I'm not fully caught up to the most current episode. I'm about halfway through season two. But I just, um, I think she's just too afraid to let people in for most of season one. Eventually, in episode 14, she lets Hope in a little bit. And it's a really beautiful scene. They play well off each other. For a couple of years... Lizzie and Hope have had a crazy rivalry going on, but you figure out why in season one, episode 12, I believe, maybe episode 13. Um, But the story is a pretty fascinating story to see all of the bravado and um, all of the teenage angst (laughs) uh, going on. It kind of slips away and you actually get to see them have a heart to heart with each other. It's a really well, well acted scene. I'm excited to see more about Lizzie as we continue to go forward in season two, but just the glimpses that I've had so far in season two, and um, I'm up to about episode five, I think, in season two, it you just see a lot more complexity, and um, it's kind of interesting because in this season, Lizzie and Josie sort of flip sides as far as their motivations and what they're trying to do. I think that's one of the most interesting things about these two sisters is that they're kind of codependent, not just kind of, they're very codependent. And they're starting to try to figure out what it's like to be independent people. And Lizzie kind of has to learn that Josie is not always at her beck and call. And so you you start to see this development with Lizzie as you go. It's a very, very interesting story. And I can't wait to see and learn more about Lizzie as we go. Next, let's talk Josie Salzman. 
Josie and Lizzie, like I mentioned before, are sisters, but I didn't mention that they are twin witches, by the way. They're of the Gemini coven. That's actually a super crucial part of the series. And the kind of witches that they are, are siphoners. So this means that they don't make their magic inside themselves like some other witches. They siphon it off of other objects and people around them. It's a very interesting breed. And the fact that they're a part of the Gemini uh, coven is a super important part of the series. You'll just have to watch to get a little bit more about that. I don't want to spoil anything since the series is currently going on. Josie is the exact opposite of Lizzie, though. She's quiet, small, and brunette. She trusts people easily. She's timid appearing. She is not, in fact, timid at all, but you'll learn about that as the series goes on. She is living in the shadow of her overbearing sister, but that's not all on Lizzie. Josie feels comfortable in Lizzie's shadow because she's not necessarily comfortable with being herself yet. And that's kind of an interesting storyline as well. Josie is really good at controlling her emotions and powers, unlike Lizzie. Josie also cares about other people. She's selfless and she thinks of others often before herself. Because of this, though, Josie's needs and wants are often overlooked. Everyone sees her as the solid sister, but she carries a quiet resentment and a pain of being overlooked, I think. Penelope, her ex-girlfriend, is consistently Josie's cheerleader from the shadows. She sees Josie's potential and believes that Josie is so much more than hiding and shrinking in the presence of her sister and others. She believes that Josie deserves so much more, and she can't bear waiting around to see Josie walked all over anymore, or what will happen to her in the future. Side note, Penelope is kind of an antagonistic character, and Lizzie feeds Josie's anger towards her, but I kind of liked her very naughty heart. She was a bit of a pot stirrer, and selfish, and a rebel, if you will. But you can tell she genuinely loves Josie and wants her to love herself and to rise up and be herself. As she said to her in episode 13, 12, maybe, what are you going to do when I'm not here to fight for you anymore? When are you going to start taking care of you? Close quote. Josie finally starts to become herself when a mind control slug, yes, you heard that correctly, latches onto her brain and lowers her inhibitions. She shows her hidden talents for singing singing, and stands up to Lizzie for the first time. After that, she opens up to Lizzie and explains why she was so upset with her in episode 12, and then again in episode 14 of season one. That was of season one, by the way. It was a very powerful sister moment, and I think there will be so much more of Josie to come in the future. And we've seen little glimpses of it in season two, but Josie, like I said before, has kind of flipped places with Lizzie, and you're starting to see a bit of Josie's darker side, and uh, I'm, I'm interested to see where they go with that for sure. Lastly... I wanted to dive into our heroine, Hope Michelson. 
As the lead character of the series, Hope is a mysterious one. You get little bits and pieces of her backstory as the show goes on, and she is deep and dark and twisty as a heroine. I love a good, flawed character like her. Similarly, Winona Earp is one of those kind of characters if you need somebody to compare her to. Hope is what they call a tribrid. This means that she's a witch, a werewolf, and a vampire all at once. She was apparently introduced in season four of the originals, which I have not watched, admittedly. But uh, Hope is trusted above all other students at the Salvatore School. And I can't really say if she's a student there, actually. I'm a little confused by that. I think she is, at least in season one. But she has so many more privileges than the other students, so it's a little confusing. Alaric, Lizzie and Josie's dad, also known as Dr. Saltzman, has a special affinity for Hope. Sometimes I think it borders on a romantic attraction to her, but then sometimes it seems a lot more fatherly. In season two, she talks about how Alaric is the closest thing she's ever had to a father, so I don't think she feels anything more for him. But does anyone else get any weird romantic vibe from them too? No? Just me? It's entirely possible that Hope could have chemistry with a doorknob. She's that kind of person, but I digress. Because of the darkness in Hope, Alaric trains her to harness her powers for good. Hope is stoic and brave. She runs toward danger instead of away from it, often to the frustration of Alaric and the others. But there's no one else I'd want to see coming if the world was suddenly invaded by mummies or zombies or mind control slugs, or gorgons, or unicorns, or, well, you get the gist. Hope lives up to her name, essentially. I find Hope to be wise beyond her ears, and yet sometimes she reveals that she still is just a teenager with heart that can be broken by a stupid teenage boy. Hope is really great at giving advice to others, and she remains level-headed in situations where most everyone else cannot think clearly, but she's also very impulsive like a teenager too, which I love. Hope is legitimately a badass. (laughs) She has so many Buffy qualities, and she's also super funny. She has the best one-liners and quips in the show. For instance, quote, Dr. Salzman, no offense, but you and your crossbow are manspreading in front of three powerful witches, close quote. There are so many more throughout the series, and I think you'll find the humor in the series a lot of fun too. Hope may use humor as a shield, but it brings a lightness to the otherwise dark series. Overall, Legacies is a series that I didn't know I needed in my life, but I'm so glad that it's here. It's filled a Buffy-sized hole in my soul for right now, and I'm loving it. It's witty, fun, dark, twisty, and heartwarming. Oh, and the soundtrack, you guys, the soundtrack is brilliant. I often find myself singing the songs when they pop up during the episodes. It's a fresh take on a supernatural backdrop, and I highly recommend it if you, too, have a Buffy-sized hole to fill. This brings us to the episode question, gentle listeners. If you could be a witch, 
vampire, or werewolf, which would you choose and why? I can't wait to join the discussion with you over on our Twitter, at Lasers Lockets, on Instagram, or on our Discord server. The links for those will be in the show notes. And that's it for this episode. You can catch us back here in a couple of weeks. Until then, if you see a unicorn in the woods, just walk away quickly to avoid its creepy mind control slugs, and try not to anger a tribrid while sparring. You may end up flying through the air with the greatest of ease. Get your nerd on and be awesome. All right. <laughs> <laughs>